flying the pride flag at Skegness for me, the main thing that I I took from it emotionally was this is an organisation that's been in our town for 197, 98 years. For them to make a statement to say we're flying this flag because we're an open organisation, we celebrate difference and we celebrate our people no matter who they are was such a big thing because when our station that's been a constant in the town does something like that, it shows that our town's moving forward. I'm Brad Johnson. I'm a Deputy Launch Authority at Skegness Lifeboat Station with the RLI. We were having conversations about awareness within the community, um, Lincolnshire and Skegness being um, not the most diverse community uh, in terms of demographically diverse. And actually, we really wanted to show that as one of the oldest kind of organisations in the town, about 197 years old, that actually we were an inclusive organisation that was wanting to be leading the charge for equality and inclusion and diversity within the town. And actually, if something that's been in the town for 197 years, with one common goal that's not really changed, which is obviously saving lives at sea, actually we can show that the organisation has moved on so much over those times and is a modern organisation that isn't just within the town, is actively part of the town. So that's why it was important for me to see that flown above the station. I think the RNLI flag itself is incredibly inclusive, but to reach out to that community that can often feel isolated in rural communities compared to larger cities where there is a larger uh, population of those from the LGBTQI plus community. I think it's an important statement to make to show that this is a place where you can be safe, you should feel safe, and this is a place and organisation for you as well. Um, so raising the pride flag at Skegness Lifeboat Station, it started around March, April time in 2022. I was chatting with our community manager who looks after kind of all of our community work within the charity locally. And we was looking at how can we celebrate this month, the Pride Months. Um, and actually, we had this conversation and then we put it to our former LOM, who's now retired, and he was all for it. Um, he'd been the LOM at the station for nearly 20 years. And I think this was the first time we've ever flown the flag or the conversation had even come up to fly the flag. And I think it really amazed me and surprised me how supportive he was um, so that we ordered one and we flew it for June and I think it was such a great thing as a new member of crew to come into an organisation and for your LOM who's been there for 20 years since kind of like the late 90s to go yeah let's fly that because we want to celebrate diversity we want to celebrate what the RNLI is and actually we want to celebrate not just the RNLI community but the community that we call home in Skegness so there was very little pushback if any pushback um, because actually it's important that we celebrate each other's difference and we learn through it and I think a big part of the pride flag in an area probably where it's not flown as much as Manchester, London, all of the major populations it actually sparks conversation about what does it stand for, what are all the different lines and colours for within it and I think that's what's really important is it's a conversation starter in places like Skegness um, and hopefully it helps expand knowledge and awareness of the different communities we have.
Um, I think one of the, the main things that came out of it was um, a discussion about what the flag stands for and why it's important. Um, I think you're in a lot of rural communities where there isn't the exposure of um, larger kind of groups of LGBT people. There isn't that knowledge and awareness of what does it mean? What's the history of the flag? And actually what was the most amazing was the amount of conversations we had outside the station about so why is the flag important? What do the different colours stand for? And why is it important that all of those groups are represented? And why is a flag so important to this group of people who are often underrepresented or around the world even worse than underrepresented? Um, and so that's what the, the best thing for me was for it, was that we sparked some really great conversations about it. So from day one of starting at the lifeboat station, I knew a couple of the crew Um and I've never really been anxious about joining an organisation because I I treat everyone on face value. If you treat me right, I'll, I'll treat you right the same way. And from day one, that was the response I got from the crew. I think when people look into lifeboat stations, <laughs> they seem like a strange place, but it's because it, it and it's cliche and it sounds so cliche, but it is a family unit. Um, you can see these people more than your own family members sometimes. And actually... You, if you, when I was seagoing um, before I moved to uh, the launch authority role, you depended on these people for your life, and that's not a cliche, really. Oh, I depend on them for my life. Actually, no. If it all goes wrong, the three people on the D class or the the five or six on the all weather lifeboat, no, they literally could save your life. And I think that's what underpins everything, really. I think inclusion for me is not feeling like people have to walk on eggshells around me or. Um, I've always felt that I can be part of the, the station humour, I can be start of, a part of the camaraderie, and I've never felt excluded, and, and it's never even been indicated that I should be excluded, because from day one, all they wanted to do was welcome me into the team. Um, and actually, I've spoken to other people about this, that they just asked me, kind of, how's, how's your partner going, and things like that. And I think the one thing that I really like, and I appreciate this, and this is a personal view, is that I'm a crewman who is gay. I'm not a gay crewman. And that's really important to me because what I joined the RNLI for is to save lives at sea, not to be a gay man who saves lives at sea. And they have that approach at the station that every one of us is a crew member first and then our personal lives are outside of that. And there is just as much interest in mine as much as you'd find kind of those crew members who are heterosexual. I think it's... It's hard to say how flying a pride flag changes perception. And I think probably it's wrong to... It's not about perception, I suppose. it's For me, it's about making a statement as an organisation that this is what we believe in. And actually, how we're perceived is, is it should be secondary because it's actually what our values should be portrayed first. We were recruiting for additional crew members during the time. Um I think what we saw, and it's hard to, to evidence um, because obviously a lot of it's walk-ins, but we did see an increase in uh, female inquiries uh, and also um, inquiries from those from the LGBT community. Um, some of those have enrolled, some of them couldn't enroll due to the distance they lived from the station. Um, but I think what it shows above anything is that we're an open, friendly, inclusive um, environment where everybody is welcome.
Hello, it's Mary McAleese here. You've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org 200 voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.